You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Oz Network as we bring you another exit interview from Australian Survivor 2017. Speaking today with the fourth eliminated contestant from the 2017 season, Mark Herlar, aka Tarzan, and. Uh, very sad that I have to be able to do this chat today because uh, I think on behalf of everyone in Australia, we were all rooting for Tarzan and uh, we're very sad to see him go. So, uh, very much a fun chat though. As you can imagine, it's definitely a fun chat with Tarzan. There's a lot of laughs going on here and a lot of great conversation. So, uh, I really don't want to say too much more because you don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear Tarzan's voice. So, here we go. My exit interview with Australian 2017 fourth boot, Mark Herlar, a.k.a. Tarzan. It's a big pleasure to be able to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network, the most recent eliminated contestant from Australian Survivor 2017, Mark Hurler, aka Tarzan. Tarzan, mate, welcome to the Oz Network. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Now, I'm going to say this in the nicest possible way, so please don't take offence to this. I don't really want to talk to you this morning. I want to talk to you in about six or seven weeks' time when you've won the show. Um, this is this is hard. This is. I think I speak on behalf of all of Australia here, Tarzan. What we don't want you out of the show. We're all sad this morning. Oh, oh mate. Thanks. Hey, what a vote of support from Australia. I, I mean, that to me. Listen, keep the half a million bucks. Those Aussies are bloody making it all worthwhile. I mean, you really have have captured, I feel, uh, the hearts of Australia and Survivor fans as well. I mean, everybody has just been absolutely loving seeing you. So, I mean, it's obviously difficult <laughs> to see you leave. But, I mean, I, I can't imagine for yourself mm. that uh, it was easy for you to leave either. No, it, it wasn't easy. But, look, I think, you know, we I always promised that I'd be the hero and the villain. And I think that last, you know, that, the, the last episode that I was just in, obviously... Well, personally, I think I got to portray both of those, you know, villainous in trying to get rid of Lockie and a hero in saving, the, you know, the damsel in distress. Like, yeah. it doesn't get any better. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a very good way of putting it. And, I mean, obviously, uh, another epic tribal council we saw there with Summer Tau. I mean, it just seems to yeah. always be the case where uh, everything's going on there. And, I mean, you were fighting for mm. your life there too. You and Tessa both just hanging on to it there. I mean, it must be frustrating as someone in that position that you and Tessa are essentially speaking the words of truth so badly to this uh, mm. power alliance and that you just can't seem yeah. to get someone to do it. I mean, how fr- it must be more frustration that they're not listening rather than you're not necessarily in the game anymore. Yeah, I think it's a bit like, um, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, you're sitting there, they're in, the, they're in the upper hand, they know that, you heard them say even to Tessa, you know, that's something someone in the bottom would say. Well, of course, we were in the bottom, so that is what you're going to say. The same as it's just as predictable that Lockie would say what he said, because he was in the top. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and... Um, and, you know, and there was a bit of confusion in the votings there. I've had a few people say, you idiot, you voted for Tess. Well, <laughs> actually, it was a vote of confidence for Tess. Right. And um, and here is the irony in all of that. I mean, I could have blown the whole thing had AK had actually flipped and voted for um, Lockie. Um, I, I could have stuffed the whole game, couldn't I, for myself, really? But 
the thing was, it was so clear in my mind that, mate, I was going home. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was the listener question I was going to ask you did come from Mitch, and I thought you'd been asked that about 100 times this morning anyway in terms of, of that vote. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. it, it did – I mean, yeah. AK obviously didn't ultimately flip in the end as well. So you were, you were 100% sure that you were going home in that tribal council. Well, you know, it wasn't until we watched it on telly last night that my beautiful wife said to me, you idiot, you could have blown that game. And I went, you're bloody right, I could have, what an idiot. I mean, I was looking at it and I'm like, shit, let's recount the votes and see if I did. Um, it was a moment of dawning, I can tell you, you know, reality checked in. But in the moment, and this is the difference, so in the moment of the game, you play the way you feel you should play. And, and ultimately, you know, I played that, you know, that was a, a vote of confidence for Tess. I'm still confident she's got the ability to win it. But, you know, yeah, in hindsight, hey, do it differently. I would have played the other game, but... This is the one we played. And was it a case of maybe if you had have not told AK and just kept that between you and Tess and yourself that that plan might have worked a little bit better as well? For sure. Look, you know, the hindsight game is always an easy one to play. Um, the reality game we played, yeah, you know, it's what you got. Um for sure, you could play it a hundred different ways, the same as you could edit it a hundred different ways and you get the same result. But um, I think at the end of the day, anyone who plays Survivor who goes in there to play a perfect game and goes in there just to win, you've already lost. You know, you're never going to play a perfect game because there's too many variables. And, uh, and if you're not enjoying yourself, well, what was the point? So I think I, I ticked all those boxes for me. I had a great time. I'd do it again. I loved every minute of it. I loved how it all got <laughs> turned on its head. <laughs> and, mate, I, I mean, I'd probably be the happiest bloke to walk out of there because I found the whole thing a thrill. Wow. I love that attitude. That's, that's certainly something that, uh, yeah, the fans definitely are finding endearing about you because, I mean, even, yeah, on your final interview there as you kind of were voted out, you're still, as you said, holding that head held high. There's no animosity towards anyone and here you are no, the next morning and you, you're still loving life, Tarzan. We love it. Yeah, and that's, mate, I mean, that's, has, you know, the cliche saying, it's too short, this life. I mean, what are you wasting your time, you know, sitting on the bench? Like, jump in. I mean, it's worth living. And uh, and as you say, I'm, I'm talking to, you know, the others that are out. I mean, we're, you know, there is no hard feelings between me and any of those players. Well, not from my side, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> can't speak necessarily so, for all of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't speak for them, but, yeah. But it's been an absolutely tremendous ride. And as you say, the popularity from Australia. Look, I never for a minute thought I'd be that popular. Um <laughs> But hey, it's it's great to see that I've touched the hearts of Australians and, and you know and I'm a bit of an example there and mate, you know, it's it is what it is. The fu the funnest thing I found about uh, pretty much every minute of your screen time, Tarzan, is that everything that you say is just quintessentially Australian. So I know a lot of Americans are watching this and I'm basically <laughs> saying to them, Look, you listen to everything Tarzan says, you will learn how to speak Australian in about thirty seconds. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been told a lot of these. One woman said to me she'd rather hear me say the F word than some of these ducks nuts and bloody, you know, give my left nut and all this sort of thing. Well, and then I was pleased one of the fans stuck up for me and said, oh, look, he's just talking old Australian yeah. English. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. It's so much fun. Oh, it was a blast. It was, wasn't it? Yes. I mean... It- it is, and it is fun. It is fun. And if you don't have fun, well, you're a dickhead. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a T-shirt right there. You could put that on a T-shirt and sell it. We need to get just like a, a cartoon of your face with just the beard, like sort of a silhouette. And underneath it just says, if you aren't having fun, you're a dickhead. Tarzan, Australian Yeah, survival. go on. You should print it. I'll <laughs> sign it for you. <laughs> we'll share the profits. There you go. Uh, we'll try and make more than $500,000, and then that way it kind yeah, of gets a win isn't it? <laughs> We could always donate the money. Well, of course, exactly. Absolutely. That is that is a very good idea. One thing, though, that, I mean, that really stood out for me in the episode, I mean, obviously, you know, the great the great moment with you with the, the cookies and the firewood and everything along those <laughs> were great. But the one that I liked the most was when you were having that conversation with Lockie, and Lockie's basically there saying about this extra vote, and you're like, well, I could be an extra vote. And it's like, well, I don't trust you. Well, uh, you could trust me. I mean, again, back to that frustration level, because, I mean, everything you were saying is solid logic. You're calling him out for his power position. Do you think it's only a matter of time now before the remainder of Summer Tower are going to stand up to him? Because, I mean, that was the perfect opportunity to really take control. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and and as some might say, the timing mightn't have been perfect. It might have been too early in the game for some of those other players to accept, you know. But look, let's let's face it, you know, and call a spade a spade. Um, my motivation was basically, if we've got a Lockie in the team and we're losing, well, what's the point of having him? Yeah. Like, if you've got a big fella and you're still losing the challenges, and you can't blame Lockie and Tyler. I mean, he went hard. He's a, he's, a, he's a formidable foe. Like, he's a good player. But if you're not winning because you've got this big fella, well, isn't he as, you know, isn't he as, 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 as valid as the rest of us? We're all losing. Hmm. And so I could never understand why they felt we needed to keep Lockie in there because he's just going to pick us all off one by one. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, a, it was definitely a great moment that I really, I was like, yes, here we go. This is, this is a turnaround, but uh, we'll see yeah, how that plays out. Yeah, and you know, out. I forget, and I forget actually having said that, and when I saw it on the tally, I thought, yeah. Exactly, and, yeah. and as you said, and I'm glad you raised the point because it does actually throw it in his face and say, "Well, you can trust me." Yeah, and uh, and had Lockie have come to me and said, "Mark, I really want you in my alliance," well, mate, I'd still be there. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's... I would have got rid of Tess. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. This is the thing that it kind of I found interesting, even with that vote, is that where you're voting for Tessa, is that? I mean, you're you're still willing to play that game despite the fact that you're also coming across as uh, very likable, and uh, I mean, that's generally what a lot of people uh, you were saying about how you can't play Survivor a certain way, but you've got to be able to play all sides of the fence. So, uh, as a, as a Survivor fan myself here, and being a long time Survivor fan, obviously uh, Tarzan, I commend you for that. That was that was great to watch Thanks, a great mate. gameplay. Thanks. Good on you. I think one of the, one of the things I used to say to the guys there is that you know they used to ask me about how I was going to play, and I said, look, my main strategy is that I'll become all things to all people, and and so you know I became Tessa's friend, you know, and I became Peter's friend and Jared's friend. So yeah, and I became a little bit of a an annoying father figure to Lockie as as well, you know. So 
but did it work for me? Ah, it worked for 11 days. Well, that's, that's the main thing. It worked for a little bit. And it worked for Australia too, Tarzan. And can I, can I just say yeah, once again, thanks, it's mate. very sad that we had to see you go, but it's been a pleasure to have you here on the show this morning. We'll get those T-shirts worked out and we'll get you back on the show again in the future and we'll have some more fun with this. But we appreciate your time on the show today. And I really appreciate you asking me, mate. It's been a blast, the whole thing, and this, and, and Australia. Look, I'm right behind you, and, uh, mate, let's, let's do something else and have some more fun. And there we go, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tarzan. What a, what a great, great chat. Uh, I, as, a, as a huge fan of Survivor One World and a huge fan of Greg Tarzan Smith, I uh, I started this season thinking like, no, don't call him Tarzan. There's only one Tarzan in Survivor, but he lives up to the name and the reputation of Tarzan in Survivor. So uh, yeah, we've got we've now officially got Australian Tarzan and American Tarzan when it comes to Survivor fandom, and uh, both are just epic, epic people. And uh, pleasure to have him on the show this morning. And uh, obviously, we're still feeling it. We're still feeling it. Australian Survivor fans are still feeling that vote out. But uh, plenty more, obviously, to come when it comes to Australian Survivor. First of all, thanks to uh, Tarzan for his time this morning, I will say. And again, of course, as always, to Channel 10 for arranging the exit interviews for us. There is another episode tonight, 7.30pm. I was about to say 7pm, but 7.30pm. You can tune in at 7pm on Channel 10. There's great shows, of course. There always are on Channel 10. See, this is what you've got to do when you've got to try and advertise the network. 7.30pm tonight, you can uh, catch another episode of Australian Survivor. There's only two episodes this week, so uh, just make sure that you remember that and just don't think that, oh, what's going on tomorrow night? But there are only two this week, so stay tuned for that. And, of course, if there is a vote out, we will have another exit interview for you tomorrow morning, uh, so stay tuned for that. Now, our recap episode this week, um, which we obviously already teased slightly uh, on the weekend when it comes to this. Very, very excited. We did mention... In our preview episode with Andrew, that uh, perhaps we'll track down some of the OGs, some of the original originals, 2002 original Survivor Australia, and we did. We found Lance Brooks. Uh, we've actually found a couple more, but we're just starting off with Lance Brooks. Now, um, for those out there who perhaps are not too familiar with the 2002 season, because, I mean, obviously it was 15 years ago, most Survivor fans in Australia have blacked it out from their memory because Channel 9 didn't really do a very good job of it, and Channel 10 have come and done a fantastic job of it. Um, but I will say that uh, I've actually, in the process of watching it, re-watching it again, uh, this is probably the third time I've seen it, and it's actually... Not as bad as I remember in terms of some aspects of it. Like, the second time I watched it, I hated it. First time I was 15, I couldn't remember it. And this time around, I'm actually enjoying it a lot more than I ever have before. But Lance... Uh, was a very interesting uh, contestant, the fact that this is very early days of Survivor. You've got to compare Lance to someone like a Sean Kenneth from Borneo, the fact that he's kind of oblivious to any alliances forming, he's kind of just going with the majority and just assuming that he's involved in it and has no clue that there's hidden alliances involved in the majority. So um, the episode I literally just watched was his vote out and uh, he had no idea. So I, I best compare him to a Sean Kenneth. He didn't have an alphabet strategy though, so that was slight different but uh, yeah if you've got any questions for Lance uh, of course about this week of Australian Survivor season 4 2017 uh, or just about his season in general it's going to be a fun chat indeed and we do have some others lined up from this season we've got some others lined up from last season on channel 10 season 3 and uh, plenty more people lined up so as always go to the Oz Network on Facebook find out who we've got coming up get your questions in 
as you can, of course, to each of our exit interviews. Big thanks to Mitch for uh, that question this morning. Obviously, uh, Mark uh, Tarzan kind of answered it himself, but uh, still put your name in there for that one as well. And uh, anything else when it comes to the Oz Network, we're always uh, producing episodes, not just on Survivor, plenty of other movies and TV shows that we're covering as well. So you can feel free to check that out. Follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify, wherever you listen to these podcasts. And as always, we appreciate any feedback or ratings that you want to leave us along the way. It's been a lot of fun this morning bringing this exit interview. We'll be back tomorrow morning for another exit interview and more coverage of Australian Survivor 2017. Until then, my name has been Ben. Thank you for your coming. Company and we'll speak to you next time on the Oz Network. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.